Cruise Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. This is Cruise Control. Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Control. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the air. Control. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Now, your ride is about to begin. Control. Because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Well... Well, well, well. Hello, fun seekers and automotive enthusiasts and just curious people. Welcome to Cruise Control. This is your on-air automotive magazine. We're here every week. You know me. I'm Les Jackson. You know him. That's Fred Staub. And, of, you know, no surprise, uh, we have a bunch of new information uh, about, you know, it's almost like CNN for... <laughs> For cars. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, Les. And uh, yeah, we're going to start off with uh, something big from Kia. They love yeah. their Telluride, and a new version is coming, an electric version. The EV9 will tell you all about it. That's right. And Dodge has just released uh, the first of its last call, Hemi-powered Challengers. Now, uh, last week, we had uh, the, the Dodge folks on for a f- full rundown of these things. Uh, this is the first one, and if you better get your checkbook out. Um, um, sure, it will be if, selling if you, for MSRP, don't you think? Uh, yeah. <laughs> first, don't be surprised if they're already sold out. But secondly, bring your money. Yeah, exactly. Bring your money. And Ford opens up the Mach-E order bank. Yes, it's open again for 2023. We'll tell you about some of the new things that are um, available on the Mach-E. That's right. And no surprise here, the average cost of a car loan is setting records. (sighs) Boy, that's depressing. And uh, what are most people paying each month? Well, we're going to have the details. Um, Again, bring your checkbook. (laughs) (laughs) This is... This is the we want you to pay segment of the uh, of the car business, but yeah, that's true. And yeah, and there's yeah, a lot of people spend. are paying, and they're just happy yeah. if they can get it for MSRP. But uh, so we will tell you about that and more when we get rolling on this edition of Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Don't forget to check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com, where you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. It's all there, Cruise Control Radio. Dot com and uh, we're going to keep you entertained um i tell you we'll what try. well the cost less of new vehicles i've never seen it go, go up so quickly yeah i believe it's gone up like 10 grand in one year i think it has and uh, you know I, nobody can handle that kind of you know dramatic shift so uh but you know people are stuck they have to have a vehicle to go to work whatever um, I I don't see used car sales increasing that much, which is kind of odd. But, but but actually, the cost of used cars has gone well, down a little yeah. bit. We'll yeah, talk about that when we come back on Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Fred Staub. He is Les Jackson. We will be right back. 
Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Hello, everyone. It's Fred Staub. We're glad to be along for the ride. And uh, we're going to tell you a little bit about the Kia, the Kia EV9. And this is a, well, I would call it the electric I would call it the electric uh, Telluride, Les. Right. I mean, it, it looks like a Telluride. Yeah. Um, in spite of the, the the flash paint job to hide <laughs> the shape. Right. Um, but that's okay. I mean, the Telluride is a very, very great package. Yeah. I um, mean, they can't so, wait for, to get this thing in, into production, I'm sure, because oh, yeah. it's um, going to be a big seller. The inter- well, but you know the the problem right now with electrics is <sighs> price of cars vehicles is so high, and yep. electrics automatically add another upwards of ten thousand. Yeah, um, uh, how many can you sell? Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, I think it will change that as as we saw in certain states this week that you will be you will be only able to buy them. So the average price yes. of uh, vehicles will skyrocket. Um, but uh, I think there's a demand for this. You look at things like uh, Volkswagen's ID4, which I drove mm-hmm. not that long ago. Um, they, are, they are great vehicles. Um, they do well. I think people want them. Uh, you know, you're not... Will you save money with an electric vehicle? In certain ways, yes. In certain ways, no. You know, you're, st- you're starting a little behind the curve, right? Well, same thing. You know, a hybrid uh, takes a, a number of years to pay for itself, uh, a fairly large number of years, and I'm, electric's going to be the same thing. But, you know, at the same time, I think uh, the cost of ownership on electric is significantly lower. Yeah, yeah. The everyday cost—it's—it's it's how right. can you amortize out that uh, initial cost? But uh, the EV9, I'm sure they can't wait to get that into production. Um, very much, very Telluride-like, and a- as yeah. the people from Kia have said, they would love every vehicle to be <laughs> like a uh, <laughs> like like a uh, Telluride because yeah. that has been a huge. Uh, a big, big, Boy, big. Boy, I just—I see them everywhere. It, apparently, everyone with a with a two kids and a dog and a bicycle has a Telluride. <laughs> everyone with a pulse has a Telluride. <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> so um, yeah. So big news! Uh, big news! Of course, last week we have Bob Broderdorf, the head of Dodge brand for North America, on told us all about what was going on. They had Dodge Speed Week. They revealed a number of vehicles. Uh, They revealed, of course, the Dodge Hornet, which is based on the uh, Alpha Tonale. Right. Um, And a lot of people are saying that they like that better than the Tonale, and apparently Alpha Romeo is a little bit uh, upset about it because they developed that for themselves, but, of course... You know, it's a, a corporate vehicle, so they can, they can, you know, other you people can to, use have it. Have to amortize the costs. You and I thought uh, Dodge did a great job of making that their own, right? 
They did. Uh, I mean, it, you, you would you would never know. It's uh, it's an Italian Dodge. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's a little bit of an upset there. But, of course, over at Dodge, the big news is that the Hemi is going away and staying away. Um, it's not quite clear yet. Will they completely eliminate the Hemi right away or will they completely eliminate the internal combustion engine? Uh, but we are getting the new Challenger and Charger, so big changes are afoot. But while yep. we have the Hemi-powered versions, they are coming out with uh, what they call the last call versions. And this first one, that it's one of seven different last call special models. Uh, and this is called the Shakedown, which I love that name. Of course, uh, the Shakedown refers to the Shaker hood scoop. Uh, this has got the 392 Hemi in it and some special striping. It's got a mean look. Uh, it's got a mean uh, stance and some great wheels on it, doesn't it? You know, it really looks cool. Um, normally, I am not as as much attracted to these because they're kind of in your face, but they've done a really interesting job on it. It, it looks very 1960s. I would agree. And yet modern. Yeah, I would agree. And we're going to talk more, more about those uh, last call versions of the Dodges when we come back on Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Fred Staub. He is Les Jackson. We will be right back. We are live every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control. Fred and I, before the break, we're talking about the uh, Dodge, the last chance Dodges. Uh, and um, we were talking about, uh, of course, the Challenger Shakedown. Great name. Yeah. Shakedown. You're busted. <laughs> Is yeah. that Bob Seeger, Seeger song? Bob Seeger. Um, so, you know, some of the, well, shaker hood, of course. But, but um, you, you look at this vehicle, and we've got some Facebook pictures up. They finally got the stance right and yeah. with the wheel and tire combo. And I guess doing that from the factory is, is kind of a big deal to fill those wheel wells up all the way and, and do that. I love the shaker hood scoop. I, 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 hey, I like the uh, shaker hood scoop, although it wasn't called that on the Firebird. I always thought they were cool. Well, I do. You know, I, I liked them too. Back in the day, um, some Mustangs had them. Yeah. It wasn't a shaker. It was just a scoop coming through. Mm -hmm. uh, I always liked it. I, I just thought it, 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 it didn't necessarily look like a hot rod. It just looked kind of, kind of what strong strong i was going to use another word but we'll, we'll <laughs> let's let's, okay. keep it, uh, <laughs> let's keep it let's keep it in a in a, a family version of this show but um so there's going to be seven different models this is the first one shakedown and mm -hmm. then uh only one thousand of them are, are planned for production right. so i think this will sell for msrp or slightly below don't you think i uh Oh yeah, yeah. You can you can strike a deal on those. Yeah, he said in an un insincere way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
um, if, if you can even get one, they may be completely spoken for. Yeah, I've, I bet somebody will buy uh, seven of them, you know, to have a have yeah. a collection. Um, and so the sixth I'll tell you a little bit about what we know here. The sixth special edition Challenger and Charger models will be revealed. Uh, those one through six will be revealed through September 21st, 2022. So they're going to really pile them on. The yep. seventh and final model will be revealed at the 2022 SEMA show in Las Vegas, November 1st through 4th. And they will ca all carry a commemorative last call under hood plaque. Now, uh, I think uh, when we watch uh, Graveyard Cars, the uh, grandchildren, great-grandchildren edition, somebody right. will be looking for one of those commemorative plaques <laughs> when, they, <laughs> when they restore this in yeah. uh, 60 years from now. What do you think? <laughs> I, I, I agree. Um, this stuff always comes back. And, uh, and you know, in, in the old days of of uh, more uh, glamorous um, PR events, they would have taken a whole fleet of these uh, and driven them across the country through all of the local press associations. Yeah. And we would spend an afternoon driving them and yeah. taking pictures. Yeah. Um, eating hot dogs. Well, there is a... <laughs> Now, there is something called the Never Lift 24-Month Roadmap to Dodge Brands Future, but you can find that at dodgegarage.com, dodgegarage.com. But uh, that's not a, that's sort of just kind of a roadmap of what they'll be doing uh, right. with these vehicles. So interesting stuff, though. Uh, it, uh, it will be different without the Hemi for sure, won't it? It sure will, but... You know, everything has its time. Everything has its place. Uh, I think a future electric will uh, just, you know, terrify people in its in its performance. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going to do a story later on about how uh, the folks over at RIMAC uh, who build some incredible vehicles. Um, they're all electric vehicles. They're saying that it will be common for electric supercars to accelerate to zero to 60 in under a second. Uh, yeah, that's about the theoretical limit. But, oh, no, I, I agree. I think uh, you better be prepared for it because that kind of acceleration is 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 going to get you get noticed well i've uh, the fastest i've done zero to 60 in in about a second and a half in a dragster and let okay. me tell you it's like being dropped off a building or, or it is. the biggest roller coaster you've ever you've ever experienced and you've yeah. been shot off carriers which is zero to 120 in two seconds yeah and so it's basically zero to 60 in one second sort of yeah it, it's uh, it's, is the average person going to be able to handle this? No, no. They're, they're, first of all, the average person, the first few times they do it, they're going to throw up, <laughs> um, which isn't a good thing to do. And secondly, I, some I don't people, think it's ever been considered a good thing to do. Generally <laughs> not. Um, yeah. Some people will actually almost pass out. 
Well, that's true. I mean, uh, yeah. if if somebody gets in a, a well-heeled person that maybe doesn't hit the gym so much <laughs> and hits yep. the throttle, uh, that could be uh, that could be a bad scene, man. And you get tunnel vision momentarily, yeah. which is not a good thing. Um, it, it's yeah, we'll see what happens. It, <laughs> It's going to be an interesting future for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, will uh, the Dodge folks uh, like the sound of the exhaust, the uh, synthesized exhaust? I mean, you know what the key to me it is? It, it, it's got to be very deep. It's got to be a lot of bass in it. You know, that's what we well, like. And as Bob uh, Bodendorf said, uh, they keep it at 126 decibels. Now, I was thinking about that last week and that's against federal law you, you you can't exceed 90 decibels but the law is it it can't be exceeded within 50 feet of humans the same humans uh for more than 10 seconds so they're not violating the law because of course the car's accelerating it's going away right that's what they call the drive-by rating where someone yeah. stands with monitoring equipment the car drives past um i yeah I, I also think you might see what they use as something similar they use on sirens now they're called rumblers and they're all low frequency and it's to if you ha if you're in your car and the radio's on it's to have you feel that uh, yep. feeling and to get your attention, I think they will use bass and sub bass uh, amplification to to really get to the. It also it's the bass for me of a car and the chop. There's like a chop to the exhaust. It's sort of a bass yeah. chop thing. What do you think? Uh, that's right. And and cars that have that high frequency blatty blatty sound. Uh, tend to just annoy everybody. It's not a pleasant sound. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I th I think this is going to be a whole realm of electric vehicles yeah. controlling the sound because you can do sound design. You can start sure. and do whatever whatever you want. I want it to sound like a Ford tractor from the 1930s. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I would sort of like to have it sound like a like an F4 phantom flying over. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, well, uh, yeah. co coming up we're going to talk about Ford opening up the order banks once again of the Mach-E. This has become a current uh, thing that we see a lot where uh you you want a vehicle but you know they sell out very quickly. And uh, Ford, of course, has made some tweaks to the Mach-E and uh, will be, uh, be opening up the order banks again for 2023. We'll tell you what's new with those. And then uh, we're also going to tell you that the average price people pay per month has gone mm -hmm. up tremendously. We'll look at some of those numbers and uh, give you some food for thought if you're going out to buy a vehicle and uh, what you might be paying. A lot of people are very, very uh, shocked when they encounter some of those prices. So, hey, more cruise control coming up. Stay tuned. I'm Fred Staub. He is Les Jackson. We will be right back.
Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Fred Staub. He is none other than Les Jackson. We are glad you're along for the ride. And um, I was just, uh, you know, you and I were talking a little bit about some of these electric vehicles and being able to accelerate. We're going to tell you a little bit later about some that will be able to accelerate 0 to 60 in uh, less than a second. And it leads you, you, as you were mentioning, uh, you know, it leads you to think, will people be able to handle this type of thing? Will they be able to drive a car that is instant acceleration like a rocket ship? Yeah. Well, especially with your passengers, (laughs) because you're going to get a lot of screaming and complaining. You're going to get a lot of screaming and complaining. That's that's for sure. And um, but then again. My passengers always scream and complain. <laughs> well, over over in Australia, or down in Australia, I should say, they are looking at uh, the idea of mandating special licenses for high-powered cars. Um, and this happened well, because somebody was driving a Lamborghini Hurricane, and he <laughs> accelerated in a harsh and deliberate manner the car drifted up onto the footpath and killed a girl that was walking on the side of the street. So, well, that's horrible. This though, this politician is is saying that you would need a uh, a different kind of license, sort of like um, you know, sort of like you have a motorcycle endorsement. Do you have one right. of those in uh, Virginia? We do. Yeah, you have to have one. Yeah. So uh, uh, it would be sort of like something like that. Um, but uh, maybe you might have to go to a high-performance driving school or something like that to to learn about the capabilities of the vehicle. Um, I have been an advocate of that for decades. I think it's just uh, a good idea to do it anyway. Yeah, it's a good uh, idea. I believe to you you should have graduated levels uh, of licenses. Yeah. Uh, and tell them, you know what? Maybe it's not the best idea to take the <laughs> traction control off on, yeah. on the road or or shut down some of the things that can help you um, because they could give them a big parking lot and say, here's what happens when you shut it off. Because no one wants to figure out. It's <laughs> sort of like flying an airplane. It's like, hey, if we put the flaps down <laughs> at this speed, right. what will happen? <laughs> Yeah, what does this lever do? Oh, that's the sound of the flaps departing the aircraft. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, it, it, and and you know you you read about this or see it on the internet every day, somewhere where somebody's bought a brand new high-powered car and they barely made it out of the lot. Yeah, we before do, they crashed. We do that story a lot. <laughs> Apparently, a lot of people. Well, because you know these people that are completely untrained, uh, inexperienced, and they jump in, and what do they do? They've seen all this on TV, the, you know, the the drifting and the and the you know and uh, burnouts and all that. So then they just stand on it and they can't control it. It's, yeah, it's not as simple as it looks. They uh, get themselves so, into an unrecoverable situation. That's exactly that's right. More, more um, pilot speak, right? And and uh, very expensive situations. <laughs> too too much input and not enough output. <laughs> yes. 
So. Yes. Uh, and, and it always, always follows the words, watch this. And hold my beer. <laughs> that's, that's it. Yeah. Uh, so. Yes. Man. Well, we'll have to see if this idea catches on. Um, you know, it's it's interesting. Um, I I also think, to me, one of the things that drives me crazy nowadays is people cutting in and out uh, around traffic and leaving a foot. Yep. We, you and I have talked about this. It's worse than being in the fast lane and speeding. I think. It is. Um, it's very dangerous. Um, people are clipping each other all the time. Yeah. So there yeah. you, there you have it. And it's Let getting worse. You know, that's the interesting thing. It's getting worse. It is. It certainly is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's talk a little bit about what's going on over at Ford. And Ford, uh, of course, has had a huge year with uh, the Mach-E. And, of course, so much so that they had to shut down the order banks uh, for Ford and uh, for the Mach-E. And uh, now they're reopening them. Uh, they reopened them this week. Uh, vehicle sales, Ford's U.S. electric vehicle sales were up 168.7% in July, with Mustang Mach-E up 74.1%. The second best-selling electric SUV in America. I guess what's the first? Would it be? Would it be the ID four? Uh, well, electric you know SUV. I don't know. Let me let me see if I can research it while we're talking. I don't know. I don't think it's the Tesla Model X or Tesla Model X. Uh, interesting. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to. We'll have to see. But um, so uh, big news if you're or if you're looking to uh, buy a Mach E. Uh, both you and I have driven it. You kind of didn't like it, right? You were unimpressed. You're right. With it. You were unimpressed right. with it. Uh, I liked it. Uh, I thought it, it did a great job. Um, but let's talk about some of these uh, new additions and that. Uh, for the Mach-E, and uh, the first is a uh, couple of changes here. The California Route 1, which was previously available as either rear-wheel drive or electric all-wheel drive, is now available only as an all-wheel drive option. Remember, it doesn't add all that much weight the way it does in a gas-powered car, but it will decrease your range if you go with all-wheel drive, right? That is true. It has to. Yeah. So let, let's that's one change. Uh, the panoramic fixed glass roof is now standard on GT and GT Performance Edition, replacing the black painted roof. I uh, I'm not a fan of the glass roofs. I just don't like them. I'd rather have a metal roof. And you said yep. it doesn't have a shade, right? It doesn't have a shade. Um, yes, the air conditioning will catch up, but. In the meantime, uh, I am uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> so there you so go. So there. So there. So let's look at some of these uh, prices. And uh, they say, Ford says they've had significant uh, strain on supply chains and mm -hmm. uh, the prices have gone up. So it starts with the select rear-wheel drive standard range of 46895 the all-wheel drive, the select e all-wheel drive standard range, forty-nine thousand five ninety-five, 
and the California Route 1 extended range all-wheel drive, 63575 um, And then you have a premium rear-wheel drive at 54975 and all-wheel drive premium at 57675 And then the big kahuna, the GT extended range, 69895 I have That's not driven the GT maki but i will say this i would like to how about you yeah uh, again i was just not happy with the ride um and and the size of the screen it was blocking uh controls on the dash but but it's a pretty impressive machine yeah yeah, you can get a uh, extended range battery for $8,600, which is a beefy upgrade. The Night Pony Blackout Package, uh, it looks like for $800, black wheels and things. And the GT Performance Package, which I guess is on top of the GT Extended Range for another $6,000. Wow. Wow. So now we're... Ooh. Seventy-five thousand. Yeah, <laughs> which brings well with us the extended range eighty-three. <laughs> well, a GT I well. guess has the extended range, but you would add that. So let's say oh, seventy. Oh. So seventy-six thousand plus destination plus yep. a whole bunch of other things. So, um, which brings us kind of to our next story: the average price people are paying for. Um, for their uh, monthly uh, payments has gone up. The average new car loan hits a record of $40,000. Prices are surging everywhere. Uh, according to J.D. Power, do you know what the average price for a vehicle was um, in, the, in August, uh, this August, right? The average price for a new car or truck from J.D. Power. They said this last week. What do you think it is? Well, I know what it is. <laughs> you can uh, read it right in front of it. Well, I, I, I just don't want to say it. <laughs> $46,259. Now, a year ago, you know what that figure was? 35000 37000 Wow. Wow. So almost $10,000 more in one year. That is crazy. That is crazy talk. But, hey, yeah. we'll look at some more of these numbers when we come back. So stay tuned to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. We'll be right back. Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. And welcome, welcome back to Cruise Control. It's Fred Staub and Les Jackson. Les, you and I were talking about uh, the price of vehicles, and uh, mm. we hit we have a, a number that gets your eyeballs, don't we? Well, uh, it, it it's almost frightening because uh, first, the average average transaction price now for every vehicle is forty six two fifty nine, which. Uh, Man, that's almost ten thousand more than it was a year ago. But then it, you know, it it it, the average monthly payment is six hundred and sixty-seven dollars. But that's for sixty-nine months. 
<laughs> That's huge. 69 That's, months. Think of what, what the vehicle's worth at that time. That's five years and nine months. So in five years, uh, let's say you buy an Altima. Okay. Okay, and it's you know fully loaded, 35000 Right. Well, actually, it wouldn't be that payment. Let's let's look at a uh, something that's forty six, like a <laughs> like pretty much anything, uh, a Subaru Outback, fully loaded, everything. Yeah, that would be that could be in that range you yeah. mentioned. Yeah, um, certainly in the forties. So, in in you're going to be paying six hundred a month. Uh, okay, you can get used to that. Uh, because you just it's sort of there, but in three years that outback is going to be actually worth about maybe thirty. Wow, thirty-two. Yeah. So, you, but in three years you owe more than thirty-two because the interest is kicking it up. Yeah, it, it's a losing it's a losing proposition. Then this kind of goes into what you and I have said that the future of the automotive world might be leasing. And you look at some of the lease prices here, the average well, the average monthly payment, the average monthly payment for a new vehicle, it was six hundred and sixty seven dollars. That's huge. Well, that's seventy well, that's eight thousand dollars a year. Right crazy but but plus insurance but plus gas people could lease for less than that and yeah. with the amount of changes going on in the automotive world uh as far as models and electric vehicles and new vehicles coming on um new safety you know they could get the latest and greatest with that if you know and just have it uh they wouldn't have to worry about their vehicle aging out and being worth a lot less. I feel we're going to move to a strictly lease type basis. I think you're right. Or, or um, the, the amount of leasing would or go up. something close to that. Yeah. Yeah. Used cars, used cars actually, um, I had read that the price of used cars was coming down a bit. But the average used car loan actually jumped to for a used car twenty eight thousand five thirty four with a monthly payment of five fifteen, up seventeen percent. Well, now wait a minute. Oh, because because the used car payment schedule is only going to be three to four years. Yeah, yeah. But uh, huge, yeah. So th there it is. Mm. The average price of a new car is forty six thousand two fifty nine. It was below when we started doing the show a long time ago. <laughs> what was what was the uh, average price of a car? Was it around twenty two thousand? I don't think it was that high. Okay, <laughs> I think somewhere between twenty and twenty two. Yeah, pretty crazy. Pretty crazy stuff. And, hey, if you're heading into a uh, dealer, uh, you're going to be in for a, a pretty uh, pretty big surprise. But you don't have to spend uh, huge amounts of money. You can uh, buy something, let's say, like a Kia Forte, 
which uh, is a new. They have some new, uh, new, uh, uh, a new model of the Forte, a refreshed model, and, and the LX starts at nineteen thousand four ninety, and the LXS uh, moves up to nineteen thousand nine ninety. And the GT line, uh, 21690 And the GT DCT, 24190 And the GT manual transmission. Remember those? What? Yeah, manual transmission. Man. 24890 um, So this vehicle, I'll tell you a little bit about it. It is a uh, gets a significant product enhancement, new front and rear design elements, a new available 10.25 inch widescreen navigation display, and an expanded roster of advanced driver assistance uh, systems. Nice looking vehicle. I got to tell you, it's not a bad thing to be driving around in a sedan. <laughs> and I know that no. goes against everything that <laughs> we're being taught, right? Well, you're right. Um, we're the we're the holdouts here. We're <laughs> well, you, you you used to you you talk about holdouts. You used to use the term station wagon, even when you were told not to by manufacturers. Yes. Well, I think station wagon is a very good description of what it is. <laughs> so, or estate car. Yeah, I I have to say I was in a um, I was in a Camry hybrid. Uh, which we'll have a at-the-wheel review coming up in, in a little bit on cruise control, a couple of weeks. And it was one of the most enjoyable experiences being in a sedan, in a large yeah. sedan. I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was a great vehicle. It was easy to use. It was easy to drive. And it got close to 50 miles to the gallon, which is crazy, right? Well, but I think that's wonderful. Yeah. It's comfortable. You can park it. Uh, you know, it it's efficient, it's reliable. Yeah. And uh, what, so what what's the downside? But it wasn't the biggest vehicle that you could possibly get. That's right. That it's, had it, the tallest it's not seating. An, it's not an eight passenger. I don't even have eight friends. <laughs> uh, so. You can just you know just yeah. grab people and put them in the seats. Yeah. Well, I do. I do that. You know, strangers to so. Yeah. Remember how people would use blow up people to uh, get into the uh, <laughs> high occupancy range? Um. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. I, I, I'm not, I'm just saying. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> it's a, a little bit about that. There's another interesting story here talking about things being bigger. VW's ID Buzz, the van, right? Coming back. Mm -hmm. uh, the U.S. version will be 10.6 inches longer than the version sold in Europe beca wow. because I guess they want the third row seat to be really usable. Well, Americans carry a lot of stuff with them. <laughs> you know, we, we have to bring our big screen TV with us and okay. all the other stuff. Well, uh, by the way, I, I want to... When are these things going to get in the test fleet? I don't know. They're just still making their way here. It seems like some of these I models we've really, been talking about. I really am excited to drive one. Yeah, yeah. 
Interesting stuff. Well, uh, it will be a little bit longer for America. And you think of it, what does it cost them to make a longer version? I guess that would be too long for Europe, the roads. And uh, Well, maybe. But I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it's real interesting. Real interesting. So, um, yeah, uh, we'll look forward to driving that. Don't forget to check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. We are certainly glad you are along for the ride. Uh, and uh, we will uh, be back with another great hour of automotive information. So you want to stay tuned for that. Plenty coming up at Cruise Control, cruisecontrolradio.com, on our YouTube page, and more. Time for me to say I'm Fred Staub. I'm Les Jackson. We're going to see you down the road. Cruise Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information.